Hey everyone and welcome to Screams After Midnight. I am Peter, that is Tim. It is October. This is our Octoberthon. What is the Octoberthon, you ask? It is us watching a lot of horror movies. Mm-hmm. More than often, more than one or two a week. We do three mm-hmm. or four a week during October because it's October mm-hmm. and we're celebrating Halloween. What movie are we talking about? It's called Halloween. <laughs> oh boy. But <laughs> slow down one bit though. Slow down just one moment. It's not oh, that okay. Halloween. It's not John Carpenter's <laughs> Halloween. See, here's the thing. Over the last few years, we've been doing all the various Halloween movies. We've been working our way through the sequels. Last year, we did H2O, Resurrection. Um, mm-hmm. I think we did Curse of Michael Myers as well last year. We did six as well. They did the last mm-hmm. three. So it's been building okay. up to this. This, is, this has been years in the making, finally getting to the remakes, getting to Rob Zombie's Halloween, mm-hmm. a movie which we have both been on the record as hating, uh, <laughs> despising, one might say. So here we are. We're going to do it. We're going to do it. <laughs> And I, I am not. I don't think I can be held accountable for anything I may say in the next hour or so. Um, <laughs> just, just warning, warning now, because this one upsets me. Um, so yeah, obviously we're doing this. We're going to do the second one as well, and we, we, we actually plan to revisit the first original film as well before the new one comes out at the end of the month. So uh, we're recording this a little bit in advance, but I imagine this because we're doing this the second, and then the original, and then the new sequel at the end of the month. I imagine this will be going up. In the first week of October, this will be one of the kickoff oh. movies. Okay. I, I okay. think, but hey. <laughs> so, uh, Tim, do you like Rob Zombie's Halloween? <laughs> you know, <laughs> uh, actually, hold on. Am, am I, I, I actually, not a question first. Actually, okay. uh, had you seen this since, like, around the time it came out? Was this the first time you've watched it since two thousand seven or so? Uh, possibly, like maybe like a, a few years after that um but and I, I can't recall it, it's definitely been a while like i, I can tell yeah. you for sure the last time i watched this was 2007 i can tell you that okay. without a shadow of a doubt in my mind yeah because like if i did like it's possible maybe i might have done like a marathon or something at some point or if i was over at friends that was watching it but yeah i don't really have any like distinct memories of watching it within the last couple of years so this was this was opening old wounds for me i'll say that much (laughs) Uh, so obviously a lot of comparing it to the original of course because why how can't you you have to uh so yeah back to my original question tim (laughs) i mean we know the answer but do you enjoy halloween by rob zombie you know, it's kind of surprising because I haven't watched it in a while and maybe because I was like expecting it to be like that bad. But as I was watching, I was like, oh, you know what? This is actually kind of <laughs> the worst movie ever made. It's... <laughs> oh, thank God. Thank uh, God, Tim. You had me going there for a second. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. Uh, oh. <laughs> My heart no, can't take is... it, Tim. My heart can't take it. Don't. I know you like to do that thing where you pretend you like something that was awful or vice versa. Hell, you've still not done that thing with the boy where you reveal you actually hate it all along and it's all just been a joke. Oh man, what a long con that would be. I, I guess if there's anything where we, like if we ever have like a definitive like last episode, that might be like a fun reveal. But, uh, no, like, yeah, watching this, this is... All right, so I I think there's a thing where I see a lot of people, for some reason, I don't think they want to, like, badmouth Rob Zombie too much because a lot of times I hear people will say, like, okay, yeah, like, you know, uh, Halloween sucked or whatever, but, you know, I kind of like Devil's Rejects. Like, it seems like they always give, like, a compliment to, like, well, I, I did like this movie or something. 
I want to go on the record and say I, I think Rob Zombie is an absolutely horrible filmmaker. I, I think <laughs> every one of his movies sucks, and I'm sorry, but like I, I do not think he's good. I think he does the same thing over and over again. Um, they're always way dumb and like way over sexualized, and basically oh, well. everything is trying to. We'll, we'll, we'll hit on those notes, Tim. Don't you worry. Yeah, and and I just I don't think I I really liked any of his movies. Like, yes, Devil's Rejects is probably the best, but out, honestly, out, it's like you know what what is that saying? Yeah, you know? out, out of the ones I've seen, Devil's Rejects was the best one, and like I don't think I'd like it that much if I saw it now. I remember thinking it was fine when I saw it again way back in like two thousand five or something like that. I mean, I don't know, it's, it's been a long time. Yeah, you know, I I don't understand how we got so many Texas Chainsaw Massacre movies and no one ever asked Rob Zombie to do one because that's clearly what he wants to do. Every oh, movie yeah. he wants to make is like Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It's like, like even this, like this is like a weird, like, you know, it, it feels like a hillbilly <laughs> version of Halloween. It's oh. like, it's... <laughs> so here, here's my thing, right? So you, you were saying that you watched this and you were joking that, oh, maybe I was because I was expecting it to be the worst thing ever. Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> here's the thing. It had been so long since I watched this and I knew I hated it. I, I hated this when I saw it in 2007. Um, I, <laughs> I, I, I think I was on record at saying it, saying it at the time uh, after I saw it that he might as well have just tracked down John Carpenter and slapped him in the face. <laughs> Uh, or spat in his face or something to that effect it may have even been more gruesome yeah. than that I don't know but the point being is that like, I felt like it was an insult to the original film and I definitely still feel that way but what was funny about watching it again having not seen it since 2007 is that mm-hmm. I was actually surprised how bad it is still like I was watching oh, yeah. it yeah. and I was like this is even worse than my like memories <laughs> like had it at this is this is worse within the first minute of the film it was actively upsetting me it was actively pissing yeah. me off it opens <laughs> with young Michael Myers like playing with like a, a hamster or a rat or whatever it is okay. and he's and he's like oh he's looking he's staring at it and he's like oh he's maybe going to hurt the animal is he, do you get it it's going to hurt him do you get it people he's maybe may crazy yeah. maybe a serial killer um and like immediately and then like exactly one minute after that is the breakfast table scene where his father oh, is Lord. is swearing at his mother complaining that she's a stripper complimenting his own daughter's ass yeah well i I assume i didn't know if that was supposed to be like his stepdaughter or something she says that later on we never actually find out whether or not that's true or if she just wants to believe that she's got a better dad out there somewhere yeah it it doesn't matter i mean either way it's obviously like a super creep oh yeah either way it's this is the thing though i never even questioned it in a rob zombie movie with his characters Mm -hmm. sure yeah it's his own daughter whatever it doesn't matter and and it's also like so over the top like I, I don't even remember what they're fighting about but it's just something stupid it's like you know like they don't just talking shut about up. breakfast yeah they're, they're constantly shouting and swearing at each other yeah. it, this is the most unlikable group of characters I have ever yeah. seen in a movie but it, doesn't that make it edgy like ooh isn't that like wow like man this is real life this is what a serial killer's life is probably really like fuck no <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's yeah like every every time like i don't know like if you listen to true crime and stuff like there's a lot of like serial killers that it's like oh they came from like a you know like normal household and stuff like there's also well, like, i mean i wasn't planning stuff, gonna, but... gonna this but this, this so soon but since you're hitting on it tim right i'm going to do this part the, 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 the biggest main complaint i have about the halloween remake by rob zombie <laughs> 
is that it's it's determined the entire first half of the movie is entirely about giving him a reason when the entire point of the shape the entire point of michael myers as a serial killer as the villain as this evil entity who kills people is that he doesn't have a reason you go back to the original movie he literally has a white picket fence he has the nuclear Mm -hmm. american family he has Mm -hmm. it's middle class it's like perfect it is the perfect childhood Mm -hmm. that a kid could probably ask for and yet somehow he is just evil as shit and he is you know Mm -hmm. empty inside and that is what's scary you know whenever something bad happens you know after columbine people are like oh they had marley manson cds Mm -hmm. let's blame that they need something to blame Mm -hmm. because that's what's really scary is that there's nothing to blame Mm -hmm. sometimes and that some people some things are just purely evil that is the shape that is michael myers and here mm-hmm. the dad's swearing at him saying are you going to go up to be queer and he starts calling him michelle yeah. not not michelle michelle think, he really emphasizes it he's yeah. you know, really going for it i think at one point you know he says to the mother like bitch i will come over there and skull fuck the shit out of you that's like, an actual like that is an actual line of dialogue yeah. <laughs> and it, it's like why because she didn't make the breakfast you like jesus christ <laughs> and then it cuts it cuts to like you know young michael at school as if this is just a normal day like this is every morning in this household is, is this type of language and this type of shouting at each other and that's not all he says he also it, says uh to michael that because he's in a cast both his leg and his armor in a cast is like as soon as this heals boy i'm going to break it again over your over your jaw or whatever like yeah. like there is nothing likable but any of these characters. And They're honestly, awful. I'm surprised you know Michael came out as good as he did. <laughs> like I would expect him to be worse. <laughs> Jeez. It, I, I just I don't get it. Like everyone is instantly unlikable, and they never shut up. The dialogue in this movie is awful, and they just keep the, going. Yeah. The thing is, like, this is the easiest like horror one-on-one. Like, if you're a horror fan, you know you watch Halloween at ten years old and you understand the reason why it's scary like this is the total opposite of the point of it and you know like uh in general i'm not against like remakes but i feel like you know most times usually when you see a remake like you know a lot of times a filmmaker will you know um be like oh like you know i want to pay homage to the original but i still want to do my own thing but like i still want to treat it with like respect or something like this like you said it's like an insult it just feels like it's shitting it, all over it yeah it actively goes against everything i just noticed there's a extra bit of uh, an overlay behind behind <laughs> behind behind the, the main one there i just fixed it. i've corrected it uh once i noticed i was never going to like uh, be, be okay with that i had to fix it anyway <laughs> for the audio people you don't give a shit what i just said because you don't see the video it's fine uh so no it, it's like it's actively doing the opposite of what they were doing i feel like with most remakes because most of them tend to be quite shitty but i feel like with most mm-hmm. of them they'll just try and redo the movie and you'll have someone who's not as talented you'll have people who aren't as good as the original filmmakers and you get like a mediocre copy right this is a weird one where it actively goes out of its way to betray like what made the original work and then the second half mm-hmm. of the movie which is the actual like remake portion it actually does mm-hmm. directly the same scenes but misses mm-hmm. how like the point of them and like how they worked and why they were tense and why they were suspenseful mm-hmm. and and because it like does the whole movie remake in like an hour as opposed to like, the whole movie it's all condensed mm-hmm. and it, it speeds through it so quick it just keeps going it's 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 ridiculous like i i remember it was a long time but i forgot that it's literally half the movie that you see like you know michael myers young and growing up and stuff like i couldn't believe it i was like this is insane and like 
Oh, yeah, man. I, you. Don't... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I, I just, I kept getting angry when I was watching it. Like, yeah, you got yeah. this scene. Uh, of course, he's getting bullied at school, and he's like, oh, of course mm-hmm. he is, and you know, he, but he's ready to kill them, like right there. He's like, he's, he's, he's ready to go, and yeah. he's, he's swearing at the teacher, and the music, the, the main theme kicks in when he runs out the the school. It's... Yeah, it, it, it's like a weird mix because like before that, I, I think like early on when the movie starts, like, uh, you know, Halloween, you kind of have this expectation for the score. Like the, the scores are really good in, you know, the movies. And then like this kicks in. I forget what it was, but it was like some rock song or whatever. And I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, dear Lord, <laughs> like, like you should never have like an actual song <laughs> in Halloween. Like it should always be like a score. It shouldn't be like whatever rock music or something although oddly one of the songs that played at one point was uh mr sandman which was used in halloween h2o oh, true. Fair, fair, which is yeah, which is yeah. funny because i was like oh did they, they use that because that's the other thing this movie mm-hmm. does actually go with the whole you know laurie is michael's sister mm-hmm. thing which but i never said full spoilers mm-hmm. but yeah full spoilers just for the record like we're okay, going we're going to rip through this thing yeah. uh <laughs> but yeah so michael is laurie's is laurie's brother and like it's kind of mm-hmm boils that into it right at the start because there's a baby in the family that he kind of likes and he, he leaves alone mm-hmm. doesn't kill um and it really goes but but in, in this movie though does he want to kill her like what does he want to do with her well at first no at first it seems he just wants to like have her and like be with her and yeah because because michael we see michael myers the shape with the mask on kneel down in front of her put down his knife and just show the photo of them as kids mm-hmm. as if hug me yeah. sister <laughs> He doesn't say anything, obviously, because yeah, he's like, silent at that point. But yeah. Uh, now, this will probably be the only slight compliment oh, I'll God. give to the movie. Um, I do think like they did really well with the casting. Like, I like a lot of the actors and actresses in it. Like, they're given, you know absolutely completely like shit direction and dialogue to work with but like the girl that played laurie like you know i thought she was good daniel harris is in it you know who's always good oh um, i think i'm gonna have to uh, fight you on this tim i, okay. I think i think laurie's horrendous <laughs> well i think i think she would be good with better dialogue i mean maybe like, i mean I maybe think... like a, a lot of what i hate is in the script admittedly but mm-hmm. the moment i'm going to pick you on is at the end near the mm-hmm. end of the movie when loomis is like saved her and they're sitting in the car and they repeat the lines of dialogue from the first movie where she says was that the boogeyman and he's like as a matter of fact and he adds in like a little extra bit he's like as a matter of fact because in the original Donald Pleasant says as a matter of fact it was and Ness Loomis says as a matter of fact I believe it was yes uh, which is not I mean it's not, that's not like an annoying difference it's just like why change it you, you just added a couple of extra words for the sake of making it different but yeah her delivery, her delivery of was it the boogeyman mm-hmm. is fucking atrocious, and I will fight you on this. <laughs> it is awful. I mean, I, I don't think I noticed it enough to have it really stick out in my mind. Maybe if I go back and watch it, I'd agree with you. But compare like, it to compare um, it to Curtis. Compare it to Curtis in the original. And oh, I mean, definitely without a doubt. Yeah, she's no Curtis, that's for sure. But I mean, but, I know maybe we won't really know because like again with a better director better dialogue i mean i'm not gonna have made a difference yeah, i'm not going to shit on the actors themselves per se and mm-hmm. i don't actually think it's their fault but i think her performance and i'm including like her directed as part of her performance yeah. is absolute garbage she is unlikable mm-hmm. from the word go her introduction in this movie oh, laurie okay. strode's introduction in this halloween remake is her holding bagels up to her tits and Ugh, pretending to her Jesus. mother that her uh, gym coach was molesting her 
or no, no, it wasn't the gym coach. It was the hardware store owner. And she says mm-hmm. that the hardware store owner maybe molested her. And then she does her finger through the bagel hole to you know stim- simulate sex. The what? It is. <laughs> It is insane that, like, no one in this movie can go uh, one whole conversation without bringing up sex or doing, like, the, you know, doing, like, the fake sex act out. Like, whenever they're hanging mm-hmm. out, it's always like, oh, please. Like, the, like you know, when they're laughing about it, they're obviously joking and stuff, but it's like, that's literally all they talk about. <laughs> the, jo- uh, the joke I made on, on Twitter was, like, this all feels like old James Gunn tweets. Like, the <laughs> entire... <laughs> that's a quality joke, though. Joke. Yeah, I was, I was actually. Uh, yeah, no one seemed to like it. So I was like, "Hey, come on, this is pretty good." Uh, I, I think it's too but fresh. Like, people are still the wounds are fresh, but by the time this goes out in October, ten yeah, people will be laughing at that. <laughs> yeah, and, and I do. I hate to compare James Gunn to Rob Zombie in any way because obviously he's leagues and leagues and leagues better. But it really does like everything is so over the top and sexualized, and it's like yeah jesus talk oh, yeah. about making a See, character unlikable from the get-go to go back to the the scene when we first go to school and it's michael in the, the bathroom and the bullies come in and they catch him uh, coming out and they basically start talking about how his sister's a slut do you think oh if i did this you know she'll she'll you know do this to me and then like oh yeah i heard your mom and he pulls out like a newspaper because his mom's a stripper his mom's a stripper right that's a th- another thing his mom's an actual stripper and he pulls out like a newspaper like um like advertisement for and it's his mom and there's the little stars over the nipples and stuff right he's like oh do you think if i give your 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 mom like you know 50 cents she'd you know uh, rubber titties in my face and you know phrases like this but they basically repeat different sex acts like six times mm-hmm. And they don't like, and I get the kids are stupid and they have bad insults, but they just keep repeating it over and over again. It's like, how many different ways can you describe, you know, like I'm going to pay your mother for sex? That's what they're saying, right? Make that joke mm-hmm. once if you're going to make it. I mean, don't. It's just, it's immature, but yeah. like, no, it's stupid. Yeah, they repeat repeat it over and over. They just start making like tongue noises. They just start, and it's just like this mm-hmm. is obnoxious. My problem with this movie, other than just how it betrays the original in every sense of the word, mm-hmm. is that everything is so loud. There's constant talking. And all the characters mm-hmm. are screaming all the time. Um, everything about it, it feels like there's no there's no subtlety. There's not a moment of subtlety in this entire no. film. No, not at all. Every, everything is just full on. Like they, mm-hmm. they fly out, talk about everything that they're doing all the time. Um, the characters are thin and vapid, and mm-hmm. irritating. And 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 it's it's funny because like, well, it's a horror movie. Don't you want the want the characters to die i'm like yeah but this is all the villain characters this is all the good characters all the villain characters. everyone i want everyone to yeah. die <laughs> yeah and, and then young um, michael is he's looking up with the evil eyes in fact nothing made me more like angry i think in terms of like a, a sort of a directed moment just in terms of direction then after mm-hmm. he does the whole like, killing his family in the house and he's sitting in the police car as a kid and he is the camera like pans over to him sitting in the back of the police car and he just slowly turns around and looks at the camera and it cuts to like, you know, 15 or, you know, like a month later or whatever it is when he's at the sanatorium. Yeah. But that slow turn to the camera, I'm like, you're a hack, zombie. You're a fucking Jesus. hack. That This is, yeah. this is like <laughs> cheesy, tropey, student filmmaking 101. This, this, this slow turn. Are oh, you going to have the creepy kid turn and look at the camera? It upsets me so <laughs> much. It upsets me. Uh it's so bad and i feel like for some reason we were well and, and when i say we not not like you and me but like you know the general population or, or something was like really excited about rob zombie making horror movies like at first like <laughs> it seemed like yeah cool like yeah he, he 
he's a scary guy, I guess. He'd probably make good movies, sure. And then it's just like one after another. It's like, oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. No, stop, stop. He, he, uh, he reminds me a lot of ways of Zack Snyder. Now, stay with me here. He, he, reminds me, okay, yeah. he reminds me of Zack Snyder and he has this visual style that he wants to do and he does and it's debatable if you like it or not I, I, I like a bit of grime he goes so super grimy though there's like there's, there's, there's like shaky cam shots in this where you can't even tell what's happening I mean you, you get it from the context of the shots around it but the shot itself is like so blurry and shaky it's like what's the point like I can't see anything yeah um, there, but there was a I was going to say he's, he's got this visual style that he wants to achieve but everything else, it mm-hmm. feels like he's just going through the motions. Like that's kind of the problem with the second half of the movie mm-hmm. is it's just going through the motions of what the original plot was without actually making yeah. any of the moments mean anything or have any feeling to them or, or anything like that. I I wonder if maybe and I don't care to know, but I mean I wonder if like he even wanted to do that if maybe he just wanted to do like an origin story and almost like leave it there or something. And the studio was like, well, no, you got to remake like you know the other part too or something. I don't know. Yeah, the studio's like, oh no, you have to have him in the mask. You have to have him actually come, come to town and be, be the killer. But um, I was going to say, when, when you were talking about like, you know, shaky cams and, and stuff, like there was that one point where the, I forget when it was, but like it seemed like the the quality of the, the movie changed or something. Like, I don't know, it seemed like it went from like, all right, actually looking like, you know, studio level movie to like switching to like a crappy like digital camcorder or something that someone would have shot on their own i, I forget what at what point it was but there was like a at some point where it started standing out to me i was like oh this looks like a drop in quality for no reason mm. um I, I forget where it was and i don't care to go back and watch yeah, i have it a question why come when it jumps ahead in time 15 years to present day and mm-hmm. it is present day because they reference cell phones multiple times why does it still look mm-hmm. the 70s True, yeah, <laughs> very true. I mean, hell, I no even, even 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 the thought of the, the you know the start of the movie shouldn't be in the seventies because you know fifteen I mean, two thousand seven minus fifteen, you know we're, we're in the nineties yeah. still. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, uh, why? Well, uh, uh, I, I mean, again, I I say that Rob Zombie has an unhealthy obsession with Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and <laughs> nothing can ever not be in that style. Um, so here's a thing that I completely forgot about that might be one of the worst things in the movie is uh, how Michael Myers escapes. I knew you were going there, Tim, because I'd forgotten this as well. <laughs> I'd forgotten that he escapes because two corrupt uh, guards for the hospital mm-hmm. want to rape mm-hmm. another patient who's just arrived there, a young woman. And for some reason, one of them has the great idea to do it in Michael's cell in front of Michael. Yeah, th- can please explain this idea to me i i know you obviously you you probably don't know anything about it but what is going through their head and first of all this is the this is the rob zombie stamp of quality like you know uh you know yeah you're gonna get some rape in this movie uh it's halloween uh usually that kind of doesn't factor into these movies but why not let's throw a little rape in there and you know let's throw some uh derogatory slurs uh towards gays of course like oh you you gotta have that <laughs> I mean, we, we, we already of, had like, that. Oh, Michael, you. Yeah, we already had that from Michael's the, father yeah. at the start. Remember, yeah. we had that the, the breakfast table mm-hmm. with the family, the family breakfast scene. We had the the homophobic stars. Mm-hmm. We have them again here mm-hmm. because the question if Michael's even into ladies, and of course, you know, being yeah. you know, yeah. southern like grimy hicks or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know. 
like and i, 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 mean, I feel like 2007 like it, it might have not been as sensitive in 2007 but I, I feel like we were still there where it's like yeah we're probably not going to be saying this you know anymore like, well i, I thought you, you can still have it in like a, in a movie if, 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 if it's a type of character who would say that kind of thing the problem is though mm-hmm. is that this movie is just full of characters who say that and there's no one who's kind of yeah. redeemable <laughs> it's, it's it's weird but so here's the thing right so this escape scene there's a problem first and foremost because it's just using rape at all like i feel like if you're going to do mm-hmm. do, do rape as a subject in a movie it has to be a really you have to have a good reason for it you have to be exploring the out you know the, the fallout from it and it's such an yeah. easy thing that a lot of quite frankly lazy filmmakers and insensitive filmmakers will just use to to for a cheap it's, cheap sympathy or cheap you know whatever it's a cheap way to raise the stakes yes like, um and you know here there's not it's not justified at all it's just these two characters um and she's screaming for help and like because at first i i was like when when it started i was like oh maybe he kills them before they actually do anything i can't remember uh but no they actually there's there's rape going on for a bit before before yeah. he intervenes but here's so here's the thing so so here's the two, the two problems one is just using rape as as flippantly as this is a problem in general two using rape in the context of this scene with michael myers escaping and killing the two rapists do you want me to root for michael is that what you want me to do because i shouldn't be rooting I mean, for michael myers I mean, part of this movie does feel like that's kind of what they want. They're like, look how bad his, you know, upbringing was. And it's like, yeah, the, you know, even as a kid, the people he's killing, uh, you know, they're the bullies at school. They're the abusive father. It's, uh, you know, these corrupt guards. It's yeah, like, but what two, two, two minutes later, though, the one guard who's been next, Danny Trejo was in the movie. He's this guard who's been nice to him. I was good to you, Mikey. Yeah, he, he, he's, he's good to him. He's been good to him for 15 goddamn years, even though he killed a nurse in the hospital he was still being good to him he treats him with respect and michael still kills him like he's nothing and i'm like well if you wanted sympathy from him then you shouldn't have had him kill danny you should have let danny trio stay alive oh no definitely yeah and so two two things that i want to because i hate lingering on this scene too long but it it's so baffling to me so two things i want to talk about it one is all right so obviously problematic stuff with rape aside whatever uh, even putting that off the table why do it in michael myers room like what is like the advantage here like what like one of the guys is like oh boy man i got me an idea i got me one hell of an idea dude it's like what like why it's so baffling to me that anyone would think about this um and Which, by the way, especially... it's at this point where they reveal how tall the Michael Myers is in this movie, I think. The... Which Yeah, so th- he's, this is the... He's seven foot freaking tall, right? Again, no yeah, subtlety. It... Michael can't just be a normal height man. He has to be, like, eight foot tall. Yeah, so so this is, like, the, the second part uh, that I want to get to with the scene is, all right, so dumb enough that you want to do this in the cell of this like you know famous killer and stuff but why would you do it in the cell of a man that is like unrestrained he's yeah he's unrestrained he's a human monster because yeah he's seven feet tall but he's also like gigantically built like there's a reason why like later on the movie he's just busting through doors like you know he's a terminator basically what are they feeding them in this hospital are they letting them like hit the gym every day like what was happening yeah (laughs) 
Yeah, and he, like he easily could have escaped before this because there's no way that like simple restraints were gonna you know be able to hold him or anything. Like, I, I don't know. It is it is so bizarre. And again, just going to and, yeah, like you're saying, there's no subtlety with this. And it contradicts the, the other point of the movie as well. If the, if the point of this movie is to make him more human and explain why he is the way he is, then making him more supernaturally strong and invincible and like ridiculously big kind of goes against that mm-hmm. in terms of just ideologies like you're just you're clashing your two yeah. ideas together um it's weird yeah. <laughs> and it's like like i feel like michael myers has always been kind of like a like big imposing guy but still looked like a normal person enough you know which again you know goes into well, like the horror of it well that's kind of the point is that like in the first movie when he, the mask comes off he's just looks like a normal guy like you know he's, he's not overly yeah. tall he's not overly short he's just kind of average that's kind of part of the yeah. the thing, right? He blends yeah. in. It's like it's like yeah, sure, like you know, he like he could beat me me up easily, but you know at the same time, like oh, you get a couple of people together, maybe you could take him or something. Whereas this guy, it feels like I don't know, he's he's like Bane or something. Like I, yes. you know, like you you need to call like Batman or something to come take him down. Yeah, and. Uh, the whole journey to this point as well like we see a lot of him as a kid like getting therapy sessions and he, he talks less and less and he pretends not to, or i say pretend but he he claims not to remember uh the night that he yeah. killed his sister and his father and the, the sister's boyfriend and like yeah, the, no. the whole thing is just super hackneyed i feel like like every every time it was like them talking about stuff and like loomis with his ridiculous long hair wig was getting like concerned and like <laughs> oh why do you feel this way michael well, and uh, the mask, or oh, the yeah. mask, like, uh, like I like the mask, it hides my ugly face, and he becomes obsessed with masks, that's his thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. well, I, I like that they, you know, kept that important plot point from the original movie, where he had an obsession with masks, and was always collecting masks and making masks, like, oh, yeah, obviously I'm being sarcastic, that has nothing to do with the original movie, but uh, it, it's just, again, just a stupid, like, oh, look, he's obsessed with uh, blah, 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 yeah. shut up. And then there's, there's other scenes that are just completely pointless, so there's, a, there's an entire scene to explain how he gets a jumpsuit, where he kills Ken Faree <laughs> in, like, a, in a bathroom. Joe Grizzly. Joe Grizzly, yeah. <laughs> You know, it, it's kind of, it's so weird and out of place. Like it's like like a I mean the I, I like the actor and Joe Grizzly sounds like such like a, a weird like actiony name that it's like you know what I would watch a movie about Joe Grizzly like uh, <laughs> but just to weirdly stick him in this movie uh, just to get in a fight mean, with I, Michael I, and qu- quickly die. <laughs> I'll admit I did laugh because he's, he's on the shitter right and Michael's knocking on yeah. the door and he says. Uh, Hey man, I, I had a t- I had a chili taco earlier on, so this is going to take some yeah. time. Uh, but he's he's looking at he's looking at a, a, a porn magazine um, just to have mm-hmm. more nudity, just so we can see some more nudity casually in the movie. Um, yeah. But then Michael keeps knocking, he keeps knocking, and he eventually gets up. And says like, "Hey man, we're going to we have you know feel like to communicate here," and he keeps knocking. Yeah. He, he stands up off the shitter with his you know his pants all around his ankles. Says, "My name is Joe Grizzly." <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I feel like in a different movie I'd be enjoying this scene. I, I, oh yeah, like a, rooting for a, Grizzly. A thousand percent. Yes, rooting for yeah. Grizzly. I'd be enjoy. I'd be enjoying this wacky character. Any, and I don't know why yeah. this scene's in here though. It, it just extends the movie by like three or four minutes for no reason. Uh, which yeah. unfortunately, the only version I could watch was the unrated version. So I, like, <laughs> so it was it was like six or seven minutes longer, which I, I you know I was upset about. But hey that is a crime that we cannot watch the shortest version of this movie possible. <laughs> I know. It's upsetting, right? Well, I mean, which mm. version did you watch? 
was it on raid? No, uh, I think the same. Yeah. Yeah. It was, yeah. was it like two hours and seven minutes? I think. Something like that. It was about two hours. Yeah. 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 The, the 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 theatrical according to IMDb the theatrical runtime was one hour forty nine minutes. So I think yeah we both watched the, okay. the longer cut. Unfortunately. Ugh. Unfortunately. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I want to continue to talk about Laurie and her friends. Okay. Who? Actually, just, real, oh. real quick, just because uh, semi going in order. Um, it, it's I don't really need to dwell on it too much, but we also have like a gratuitous scene of the mother committing suicide, which is like not needed. <laughs> Do you know, oh, I, I actually, like, forgot this. Like, so much happened yeah. in this movie that I hated. I'd forgotten that we see Mummy Myers, like, kill herself. And it, again, it just feels like that shitty, like, the first movie, such a simple setup. That's all you need. In this, it feels like, well, nah, you got to see the fallout of what this did to the family and how it affects the mother and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, shut the f- It's so just stupid. like, this movie devotes so much to, like, setting up the like, Michael and Laurie are brother and sister. Mm-hmm. In the original movie, that wasn't a thing. Like, they added it in Halloween 2, yeah. and John Carpenter did add mm-hmm. it himself, but even he kind of admits that it was just kind of there because they need something to make, you know, give him a reason to still come after Laurie in the second movie. Like, and that's why the new film coming out is ignoring it. Like, that's ignoring Halloween 2. Yeah. They're not brother <laughs> and sister. Uh, so I think that's kind of interesting. I, I, like, yeah, and I'm not super against that plot line in the second movie. Like, that's not the worst. I, it's I, just, you know, yeah, you don't need it. Like, I, I can. I can take it or leave it, like, but I, I know, like, some people are, like, absolutely hate it. I'm like, eh, that's it's what it is. I kind of like the idea, though, just from what I've seen from the trailer or the new one, I like the idea that it's actually Laurie who wants to hunt him. Like, she expect, but when, yeah. he'll come back to the town because he always comes back to Haddonfield, but mm-hmm. I like the idea that Laurie's the one who's got the vendetta, that she's the one who, like, yeah. wants to, like, you know, mm-hmm. d- you know, kill this demon from her past and, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so, so Laurie is super annoying. She is not likable. She is not this. She's you know you go back to the original film and she's this character you immediately connect with because she's a bit shyer. This character is not shy. Like I say, opening introduction scene with her, uh, like halfway through the movie, is bagel tits. Right. That is what yeah. we start with with Laurie in this. And then, and and it feels weird because I do think they want to have it both ways because they do do the thing where it's like. Lori, you need to have you need to get a boyfriend and you know it does seem like they're trying to play her off like i don't know like would that guy go out with me and stuff it's it's like like they rewrote the character but forgot they rewrote the character and still did the plot where she's supposed to be shy and supposed to not have a boyfriend and 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 you know like skipping ahead a little bit here but like you know she's like she even does this like in front of like the kids when she's babysitting like her and her friend are like you know like like fake humping each other and like you know fake like orgasming like you know while these kids are like in the next room it's like jesus christ like you can't even like stop for like two seconds it's literally every conversation they have is just like sex 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 i mean i I guess the nicest thing i can say is that tommy doyle isn't screwed up too bad although little Lindsay (laughs) is way different little Lindsay's more of a film mouth little character Oh sure, yeah. <laughs> uh, that. Not that it really matters. It doesn't really. I mean, I mean, if you change the original and just changed like her to have this attitude, it wouldn't actually really affect that much. But um, and they've got them watching the thing that happens twice in the movie. Actually, mm-hmm. like young Michael's watching the thing at the start, and then later in the movie they're watching the thing in Halloween again. And but that, it's the same scene. It's just, well, one. It's the same scene, and again, no salty. He did it twice. He couldn't just make the reference once. Yeah. He had to do it twice. Yeah, it, uh, it, it, was, it was that annoyed me as well. I mean, you, I mean, if you were trying to make some sort of dramatic point that all oh, these kids are just like Michael, 
and like you know that's the connection here this is the age michael was when he was yeah i mean you could do something with it but it doesn't feel like that because it's rob zombie and also <laughs> and also like i know it's like a, a nod and i don't know if it's like cheaper to get the rights to it or, or whatever but like honestly like no kid in 2007 is watching a black and white movie on tv on halloween yeah yeah that's that's true um i so here's so here's the, so speak, speak oh, you know what? actually i'll say oh, go on. Wait, one thing that was kind of funny is as i was watching the movie i was kind of like you know what at least like you know like sometimes like in remakes like you'll have like cameos from like other you know like uh previous uh actors and actresses in the movie and as i was watching this i was like you know at least like thank god that they didn't you know drag any like anyone's good names like through the mud like you know jamie lee curtis doesn't come in through through for a cameo or you know obviously donald pleasance was passed away at this point but if he was lying I mean, yeah but well, the, then they've got daniel harris from four and five yeah, i forgot she was in there and i was thinking like oh yeah like at least they don't bring anyone and then i was like oh shit i forgot yeah. that she's in this and they also have d Wall, who wasn't in halloween ever but d wallace is kind of like you know the 80s like horror movie mom like you know she's just that's kind of her um, yeah. So she she's pleasant to see, but like, they don't do anything with her. Mm-hmm. Um, At least they don't really do anything like exploitive or gross with Daniel Harris. Not too much. I, I think what's interesting though is <laughs> was, obviously because they, they make they make her like run around naked for like, it feels like half an hour. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I thought you were being serious. No, no. Yeah, they definitely do a little <laughs> bit. But I think what stuck out to me about that though is I actually mm-hmm. I listened to the commentary for Halloween Four a long time ago before this came out. This was like years ago. This was yeah. when I had the DVD mm-hmm. back in sometime in the two thousands, and she was on the commentary. And I remember her. I vividly remember her saying that she turned in a movie role. She's she's she was with the other actress who played her bigger sister in the in the movie. <laughs> And I specifically remember saying in that commentary track that she turned down a movie recently as an adult, right, when she was recording the commentary, because they wanted her to take her top off in a movie. And I remembered that oh, fact geez. when I saw this the first time and thought, huh, weird. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, she can change her mind about that. It's up to her. But yeah. it just she made such a such a point of saying that in the commentary track mm-hmm. uh, that it just really stuck out to me. I'm like, oh god, did they did they talk her into this? Like, did did she like yeah. have to be coerced into this or or whatever? And maybe it, not. Maybe she just changed her mind and she was up mm-hmm. for it. Who knows? But she's it, properly running around from Michael like topless for like a good yeah. Scene. It just yeah, it it just feels so gross to me. And it's like obviously like um you know like in horror movies like you see nudity a lot you see like sex and stuff a, a lot like that's fine or whatever and you know if it was just her you know in a, in a sex scene or something it'd feel whatever but it, it feels like just a lot grosser when it's like oh no like yeah you're gonna take your top off and you're gonna keep it off as you're running away from the killer as you're getting stabbed as it's like it just well, feels like I it th- goes on so long i think the bigger problem actually is not even just what's the content of the scene is the bigger problem mm-hmm is that she only has like two scenes before that she's not a character she's she, yeah, yeah. she has a couple yeah. of scenes where she's she talks about sex a lot mm. with the other characters <laughs> that's all they talk about and then she has this sex scene that lasts really quick and then she's just i mean she's not killed off she's still alive actually but she mm-hmm. she's you know she's bloody and she's lying on the floor and it just it feels mm-hmm. like it's going through things so quick that you know like when i watched the original film i don't feel like oh pg souls i bet she regrets going topless in halloween because mm-hmm. it builds up slowly it's a moment which by the way mm-hmm. talk about uh rob zombie having to turn things up to 15 or 20 that scene totally. with the ghost the ghost sheet <laughs> death <Okay. laughs> um yeah 
that scene, of course, the original was topless, so this one has to be full frontal, right? That's the that is the change in the scene. <laughs> is that now we see the whole body uh, of the actress? That is the only change of the of the death. Well, it's not the only change. They don't not strangle the phone mm-hmm. cord. Although this is the thing, you could explain that by saying they're all using like cell phones now. But the problem is, mm-hmm. is that in the other scenes where Laurie's talking to Annie on the phone, they're actually using house phones. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Again, it's kind of it's murky when this is set. <laughs> Even though it's clearly uh, established there are cell phones in other scenes because Loomis complains about his at one point. So yeah. I mean, who knows? But no, every every the movie is so sleazy. Like every everyone has to be topless at some point, mm. uh, pretty much. I mean, Laurie may be the only character of that age who doesn't get naked. Yeah, I'm surprised you don't see Michael Myers' dick. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, as a, well, maybe maybe Rob Zombie's not interested in Dick, and therefore, therefore it's one of the Possibly. ladies who have to take her clothes off. I mean, that that might be a possibility. That I know, sense. but yeah. it just it feels so sleazy. I felt sleazy during that scene. I felt sleazy mm-hmm. during the ghost sheet scene. Um, and again, mm-hmm. we watch a lot of horror movies. I'm not opposed to some topless scenes at all. It's fine. Oh, yeah, no, fine. But, in, in the end, like sometimes, depending on the movie you watch, sometimes you expect a little sleaze. But with this, where everything already feels so gross and grimy it's just like all right yeah we gotta add this on top of do you it what, do you know i think the, the problem is as well is i feel like a lot of the movies we see a lot of these like random like pointless topless scenes is they typically come mm-hmm. from older movies and a we expect people to do better now and to know better now mm-hmm. um but b it tends to be in a better context like okay sure you, they've got a topless scene in some old horror movie but it'll be some silly scene where they're in the locker room and they're like just they'll be cracking jokes yeah. or whatever it'll be kind of light-hearted whereas this no no like they're, they're being brutally like stabbed as they're topless and yeah. like they're, they're struggling around and it's like i don't know the whole thing just feels kind of and, and uh, a scene we again I, you know i hate to go back because we're jumping around right, Tim. We're, we're jumping around yeah, it's but, fine I know it just feels like oh no I don't want I don't want to go back but uh, we even mentioned like the scene in the beginning where um, yeah when you're showing like Michael wanting to trick or treat and it's intercut with like his mom like dancing at the strip club which mm-hmm. uh, little Easter egg I don't know if you know but the actress that plays the mom is actually uh, <laughs> Rob Zombie's wife. I'm pretty <laughs> sure. I, I think it was it last October <laughs> or was it two Octobers ago we did. Uh... What's it called? 33? 13? 31? 31. 31, because yeah, yeah. oh, October 31. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, and, and I remember us talking a lot about that, how she was a really like sleazy, slutty character in that as well. Yeah. And how it's weird that he keeps <laughs> casting his wife in these really dirty roles. It's just bizarre. I don't, yeah. uh, and that was, that was, I mean, she was worse than that than she is in this. Um, yeah. One, once the murders happen, she kind of just becomes the grieving mother who wants her son to not be a crazy mm-hmm. psychopath. Uh, yeah, but I mean, again, if you want to talk about like gratuitous, like pointless, like th- it doesn't even have anything to do with Michael. Why are we cutting to her at the the strip club? Like, there's literally no point. Because for she's that. she's not there to look after him, Tim. She's not there. That's the point. That's that's what Rob Zombie's oh, trying to tell us. Is he feels lonely? Oh, so- he's, he's been left with his sister who doesn't like him, and and <laughs> his dad who's you know whatever. Oh, okay. Oh no, I I, I feel <laughs> I I. I Take back my words. It's a it's a great scene. I'm be, I'm being facetious, of course, but I, I, that is the point. That is what he's trying to do. I, yeah. it, oh, it's such a frustrating movie. Like it's every turn, it just it has to beat you over the head with a point. But it moves so quickly because mm. like okay, so one of the things I said earlier is that the second half of the movie is like a remake, 
not shot for shot, but scene for scene, almost of the original film. It, it goes through all the main kills. It goes through. There's a couple of extra ones, like you know, Laurie's parents get murdered in this one, uh, just because oh, yeah. you know, extra death. But uh, which I'm not going to criticize too much because, like, yeah, it's a slasher movie, higher body count, whatever. Fine, I'm not going to complain about that. I think the problem is though, is it, it goes through all the kills so quickly. The, either it just copies the original like, you know the one again the, the ghost one before that when he stabs the guy to the mm-hmm. wall um there's no suspense there it, it just does it like mm-hmm. it, it, it rushes through things so quickly that the the mm-hmm. same things don't happen like you know when laurie's walking home from school and we see michael kind of following her from behind like there's no subtlety mm-hmm. there's no like quiet moments there's no I'm... whatever yeah right and, and c- compare it to the original which is like i think some of like you know maybe sounds a little grandiose but i think that's like some of the best scenes in like horror movie ever is when you just see him you know quietly looming in the background and yeah again in this it's like oh no like you're not gonna miss him like we're gonna like show him and then yeah the scene where like you know they're yelling at him and stuff and uh, you know uh, of course it has to be like hey like you know you want to like fuck us and stuff like you know they have to (laughs) of course be super dirty about it and Yeah, uh, it, yeah, it's it's again, it just it's everything's over the top and not in a fun way, not in like a oh let's be fun and wacky no. or anything like that. No, this is this is over the top yeah. in a really uh, now let's just turn all the grime up, let's just turn all the dirty talk up. Let's, and uh, again, yeah. g- from the the first time she sees Michael out in the street to then seeing him, you know, the other scene originally in the, the movie it was in class where she looks out the window. They're talking mm-hmm. about Frankenstein or no, Frankenstein's HTO, uh, but they're talking about a book uh, and Laurie looks out the window and she sees Michael across the street right that scene in this is them in study hall which is fine I don't really care that the location's changed but the scene instead is her like seeing him and he's very clearly you can see his mask in full detail as he's standing there and she turns and says hey look outside this guy's watching us and like what guy and he you know, disappears out of the scene and it goes through so quick but my, my big thing from that was not just how quick the scene itself was was how quick from the time she sees him originally in the scene mm-hmm. before that to when she sees him in this scene when i talk about this movie being on fast forward at that point compared to the original mm-hmm. this is what i'm talking about it's like a minute it's like a minute between her first mm-hmm. maybe seeing him um and again over explaining things the scene from the original where she's dropping off something at the uh, the myers house right and little tommy's right. with mm-hmm. her we have this exact scene where the kids with her walking and instead of her being nice to him and like try to be like you know like laurie strode she's like making fun of him mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> Yeah. And, and whatnot. Oh yeah, no, like, yeah, like they don't have a, a you know a good relationship. Like I, I, I think you're supposed to you know think shit that oh she's like a you know nice protector of this kid or whatever. But no, it doesn't seem like this is a good babysitter, uh, yeah. baby relationship. It's like yeah, she's being mean to him. Yeah, absolutely. Um. Uh. To, but going to the point I was getting at was that the scene in the original where she does that and we see Michael. There's like a little scare where Michael's inside mm-hmm. the house looking out the window, right? And this. Mm-hmm. We have to start on Michael in the house. He's like digging around and he finds his mask and then he's like standing at the door and he's like going to like maybe like grab the letters that she's putting through the door and like it's a whole big thing. Like instead of just like having the moment, it's this whole whole like extra thing. Like we have to explain why he's there at that exact moment. We have to explain why he's in the house. We can't just have him be in the house. We have to explain why he's there. Mm-hmm. We don't have to do that. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh and uh I think have we already gone past the uh, grave desecration scene. 
I don't know when that took place. <laughs> <laughs> I forget. <laughs> yeah, and again, and again, it's the this, this scene is in a lot of ways very similar to the original film, except this time it's Sid Haig who's the grave digger, and he has to swear mm-hmm. he has to drop like five f bombs when he sees the graves been dug up. Again, mm-hmm. no subtlety. Yeah, and I mean, the I I, I don't have the best memory, but the. They, in the original, they don't have like a, like a what was it like a dog or a coyote on a cross or like, whatever. That no. was in this. <laughs> no, that wasn't a thing. I don't think. Um, it's like over the top. It's like yeah, it can't just be they dug up the grave. There's and also it, like mutilated animals. And here's or the thing: on no, it. nothing we're complaining about is something that in and of itself is just something you can say is a like a, a bad mark against another movie, mm-hmm. like. I'm not saying a lot of swearing is necessarily a bad thing. If it fits the style and the tone of the movie, it can work. I'm not saying that you can't have a lot of nudity. If it fits the movie, it can work. This movie, though, just goes through scenes. Again, it feels plot-wise, it feels like it's just going through the motions. All he really cares about is how it looks. And yeah, well, I say well, I say it, that. I mean, he cares about how it sounds and stuff because he wants all this this language and he wants all this like grimy kind of stuff. But. And- at no point while you're watching the movie are you not aware that you're watching a Rob Zombie movie, which I think is just like like it's something like really horrible you can say about a director because what you want in a movie is you want you know the people watching it to get lost in it and to you know forget about that they're watching a movie and just get so you know uh, okay I get, like I get what you're saying because I was going to dispute that and say well no I mean if you're watching a Hitchcock movie you do think oh at any point you can say this is a Hitchcock movie I can tell the yeah, style but, it, but it's like yeah no like a, you know that's fair but I mean when you're watching like Hitchcock or something and someone starts talking like you're not thinking to yourself like that's what a Hitchcock character would say or like oh man I bet oh, sure, like Hitchcock yeah. would love hanging out with these people like this just feels like you know rob zombie is like hey come hang out with my friends like this is the kind of stuff we like like at every point you're just hit over the head with like just it just feels like rob zombies being like this is the stuff i like joe is kind of like it's kind of like modern adam sandler movies they all kind of have the same thing and it's just how many friends it's, it's just the horror movie version of that with rob zombie yeah yeah that's fair yeah, I, I mean, I really think I, I think there's nothing, there's no merit in this whatsoever, and and you know, Malcolm mm-hmm. McDowell's not a bad actor, but he's playing Loomis here, and I, yeah, like again, like I think Donald Pleasant's really hard to replace, but I think he could pull off a a really good Loomis, but again, it would have to be a completely different, you know, like script and dialogue with a competent director. Like it's he just feels wasted, and and same thing with like. Uh, Brad Dorif is a sheriff. Like I love Brad Dorif. Like, but again, yeah, it's he's stuck in the shitty movie, unfortunately. Which, and this is this is another thing here is, at one point he's talking to the sheriff and he, he kind of gives the speech that he gave in the first movie, the original movie about you know the devil's eyes and you know he kind of does that as well at the the seminar because he's he's written a book about he's you know he's wrote, he's wrote a book about it and he's 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 making money off of it and the sheriff kind of calls him out on that, which may be an interesting plot point if they wanted to explore you know Loomis is making money off the back of his time with Michael Myers but that could be something yeah and I I think especially it fits in like modern times where you have like very you know like sometimes people kind of make that a criticism about that about like you know people exploiting crime and when you have stuff like um 
you know like podcasts all about like true crime and kind of almost in a way like you know glorifying like serial killers sometimes it feels like um you know there's a sensationalist aspect to that that could be interesting to explore again though rob zombie ain't doing it (laughs) no really nothing is explored with it it's it's an idea at least but the problem i was getting at though is that Every like both the scene where he's giving the lecture and then later on when he's talking to the sheriff and trying to convince him that no 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 like this is like he he's the devil and he's the antichrist. Yeah. I feel this weird thing, and I, I get it with some other remakes as well, where they're determined to make the same point that the original dialogue did, but refuse <laughs> to just use the original dialogue. They have to write around it and try and say the same thing in a really weird roundabout way. Uh, another example I would bring is uh, the Amazing Spider-Man when they didn't want to say with great power comes great responsibility but there was like a weird like long version that kind of made the same point and it's like you're just doing this for the sake of it being different but you're trying to make the same exact point yeah yeah no it's like the you know uh, like people talk about before with um you know like writers and stuff like uh a lot of times uh we'll get like notes from executives and they're not really good notes but it's just like people feel like well my job is to you know make notes on this so i I have to say something even though even though it's stupid or or whatever it kind of feels like that it's like well my job is to make something new and different so even if it's worse like I, i guess i'll have to do this and it's like yeah what's the point like you know you can use some of the same stuff that's fine yeah i I mean i think you know one of the main like building block problems of the movie is just that it's just not suspenseful like the original film Mm -hmm. that that movie works because it's suspenseful it's slow it builds you have characters walking around for Mm -hmm. a long time Mm -hmm. um remember you remember in the original film when laurie like finally finds the bodies like you know we have the slow walk over the street into the house up the stairs eventually into the bedroom in this laurie just like opens the front door of a house and like you know annie's lying there bleeding out (laughs) right there yeah, <laughs> and she immediately starts crying and yelling at the kids go back home and get the police and she's just yelling and crying yeah. and then she's yelling and crying and screaming for the rest of the movie pretty much mm-hmm. and that that's this Laurie like she's, just, she's not likeable because the, the first movie does have this thing where mm-hmm. she is this protector and I'll, we'll talk about that a lot more mm-hmm. when we do the original again um, in a couple mm-hmm. of weeks time but you know when, at the time, when you see it it won't, ne- won't necessarily be a couple of weeks for us although maybe but um, I'll see but yeah it's like there's there's no tact there's no subtlety there's no nuance it's just loud noises it, it's the cinematic equivalent of um like what's really obnoxious music like dubstep or like <laughs> it's, just, it's just loud drums yeah. in your face constantly there's no actual hey how about you slow it down how about you add something else how about you mm-hmm. have a bit of a uh not just a melody but you know so, you know something over yeah. the top of that as well like yeah, uh, uh, yeah, I know. Counter melody—that's the word I was looking for. <laughs> Harmony yeah, as well. Harmony is another good word. But continue. I was blanking on some words there, Tim. I just—they came to me. Let me go. <laughs> I mean, how how great was it? Um, like a, uh, I forget how long it was now. Maybe like a year or two ago or whatever. When uh, those articles were going around about John Carpenter <laughs> just saying that this movie like sucked, like. That's, he's that, not that wrong. Like a nice justification. Yeah, he's not wrong. Um, I I think this. I, I just. It's, I, I, it's not. Like... It's not necessarily the worst remake in terms of just being a movie that's been made, but I think it's the worst in terms of what it does to the original film and its legacy in terms of how it treats the original yeah. film. 
that's yeah like there's one thing where like if this was just um if it wasn't called halloween or whatever like you know it would still be a bad movie or whatever but at least it would just be whatever on its own just the fact that like it's such an insult and just like takes a shit on this franchise and 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 honestly to be fair like you know i said it before like you know halloween's not my favorite franchise like i i like it there's you know some of the movies i like a lot like obviously the first one like is a masterpiece you know not going to dispute that or whatever but you know it's not like something that i hold super sacred in, in my heart and but still just watching this it's like no this is messed up and wrong yeah, this, I I have nothing positive to really say. I hate everything about it. I I despise it. Like yeah. I I I am angry. I was angry whilst watching it this time, uh, and it just it just kept mm-hmm. making me I, every every little filmmaking choice, which was you know don't have any tension, don't don't build to anything, just have it happen, mm-hmm. just have you know have them screaming out like a, a crazy little kid, and then just have them do, doing the creepy stare, <laughs> which looked kind of shitty. Let's be honest, it looked bad. He it, it looked like a kid pretending to be crazy, um, which I mean, ultimately is what it is. But that, that's what it felt yeah. like, and it shouldn't feel like that. Uh, <sighs> characters, every I don't, I, there's not a single character in this movie I like. I hate <laughs> them all, and then. And uh, again, we kind of you know, talked about it a little bit earlier, but you know, like if you look at like the first movie, even when it's towards the end and things are ramping up, like it still feels like, you know, um, Michael Myers is this menace, but it still feels like this, you know, kind of, uh, you know, more realistic, uh, creepier thing. Where as opposed to towards the end of this movie, he feels like a Terminator, like yeah. he's just like breaking doors and just like. <laughs> you know like slamming his like fist up like up against like you know walls and just like pulling this house apart and it's just it's so i don't know it's just annoying like yeah Yeah, and of course he's not there to kill her he's there to like you know take her and hopefully she'll want to stay with him until he until she tries to stab him and then he goes berserk tries to kill her and it's you know it's just whatever and 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 correct me if i'm wrong but um uh because in in the original like um even like the little bit you know in in the beginning when you see him as a kid like he at, at no point does he, he ever speak right no. e- even as a kid in you the never hear him speak right? at all no so yeah so it, it seems kind of weird in this where like you know he still speaks a lot as a kid and then i guess at some point he just stops cuz he never speaks as an adult but it's like it, it feels weird that it's like well no we we st- we saw him speak as a kid like he knows how to talk like it, it's normal for him no well, i mean they, they try and explain that in the on the sort of the the the, the, the therapy bits where loomis is talking about because mm-hmm. we see like some like like you know archive footage if you will of him like freaking out mm-hmm. and it, it mentions that he's wearing the mask more and more often and he's saying less and less until eventually mm-hmm. he just stops speaking um and then it got to a point where he hadn't spoken in 15 years and that's when the time jump yeah you know is i mean whatever if you want to explain it i just feel like it doesn't like it's not as powerful well, in the movie i'm where not it's def- like... i'm not defending it Tim. i'm just saying yeah. what, what the movie's <laughs> given yeah. you uh, it's i mean jesus i don't it, it is funny how like it, again it's not like i expected to like it rewatching it but yeah i mean it's like all right it's been a while am i gonna watch it and be like all right this sucks but 
maybe I was being too harsh on it before, and it's like, no, if anything, <laughs> this is like worse than I was expecting. And the weird thing is, is it does have a fan base. There's people who, I mean, there's people who like Rob Zombie movies, and there's people who love this movie. I guess. And yeah. I don't get it. I think it's absolute garbage. I think it's absolute trash. Yeah. Yeah, that's like, uh, I mean, I hate to be mean, but honestly, I just, I think he's not a good filmmaker. And like, no. you know, sometimes like you criticize a movie, but you're like, well, maybe it could have been good with this or that, or I don't know, maybe the director can still do something good. And I'm sorry, at this point, I, I, I gave Rob Zombie so many chances. And I, I just think, you know, I, I don't want to, you know, um, uh, put anyone off if they do like it fine if, if that's your thing but just for me I just find everything he does just to be utterly tasteless and it, yep. it's just so so unentertaining yeah <sighs> tasteless and you know because I think there's, there's certain types of tasteless that can be fun tasteless <laughs> bizarrely I don't oh, think he's oh, in no, that category like, he, yeah, he, there's he, a lot of dumb cheesy sleazy grimy stuff that we watch and like like it's not yeah. you know not like completely opposed to that but no, I, I, I despise everything about this, and you know we even end with her <laughs> screaming. Like the final shot of the movie is her screaming yeah. out, you know, with blood covered in blood, and Michael's apparently mm-hmm. just you know, you know, single gunshot did did it to the head, I guess. Yeah. Because uh, that's the other thing we have yeah. to get a scene of Loomis buying a gun in this movie. We we, we have to explain. Oh, about that. We have to explain that he got a gun. Mm-hmm. We can't just accept mm-hmm. that he had a gun. And like, and again, it feels like maybe I, I don't know. I, I mean, maybe it's just looking at it through like you know modern lenses that it feels like there was maybe some type of commentary when he's like, you know, going through all the guns and being like, all right, come on, hurry, 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 let me get it, like get it now, you know, kind of thing. Like it feels like maybe there's some uh, point being made there. But again, you know, if, if there was, it's completely. Oh yeah, go on, Tim. I want you to tell me what what, what what point is being made. Well, no, it, it just feels like, you know, like a, a point of being like, oh, look how easy it is to get guns in like America and how it's I'm like, gonna... oh, like, you know, I want my gun and I want it fast. But it might be looking through like modern lenses. But it, if there was something like that, I guess it probably wasn't intentional. But I don't think it's saying it. I mean, it's doing it in the scene. But like, what is it? Was it actually saying about it? Really? Oh, no. Like, yeah, yeah it, it's not like maybe if he did do it intentionally, I was like, oh, man, I'm going to make a real powerful point here. It's kind of like, well, wait, what exactly is the point? Because. Yeah, he still gets the gun and uses I mean, it to save the day. You, you would assume that it's, you know, we need stricter gun laws. You'd assume that's what the point would be, but mm-hmm. I don't see how it's making that point in the scene. There's nothing that's really yeah. happening in it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know. I I, I, I mean, I, I've never like really even seen an interview with the man, so I have no idea what he's actually like in real life, but I can't imagine from his movies that I would like him as a person. <laughs> I feel like, based on I, his movies, I feel like he's probably mm-hmm. an asshole. <laughs> Yeah, probably. I, I think I, I, I think I heard a story before. Uh, he might have even mentioned it, like, on a podcast or something. Where, um, like, I, I think he said something about how he had to call the, the cops on his neighbors because they were like skateboarding too loud and late at night or something. So, um, there's your cool rock guy. He's uh calling the cops on his skateboarding neighbors. I feel like there was probably more should talk about the end because we haven't really mentioned like because obviously she finds the body then Michael chases Laurie around he captures her she stabs him he goes berserk and because mm-hmm. even the idea that he doesn't want to kill her is just weird like that's that's Jason's thing the, you know the, the whole Jason's mum thing yeah um, but 
he ends up like chasing her through the house and of course we get like this ridiculous over the top scene where he's like smashing the ceiling to, to bits with mm-hmm. a pole as she's hiding up there and and, mm-hmm. and all the rest of it until Loomis comes up but honestly this this last like 15 minutes of the movie I think is just a complete mess like I I feel like I, I barely remember what the sequence of events were because it's shot so dark the editing so like haphazard I feel like I didn't get a good sense of what the the sequence of the chase was if you will whereas in the original movie everything from the moment Laurie mm-hmm. steps in that bedroom to the end of the movie mm-hmm. I can vividly you know I, I could sit and like tell you it mm-hmm. right now I could go she you know she, she sees that she backs into the corner and out in the hall Michael's in behind her you know comes out of the darkness and mm-hmm. hell this this movie even has a moment like that when uh, I think it's when Daniel Harris is having sex he, like, he kind of comes mm-hmm. out of the darkness but it's like so quick it just happens the, yeah I think there was a um I think when Laurie first comes over the house, like she runs past him and then he's behind the door. And then as the door kind of like closes, like mm. you see him just walk out. And I guess like, you know, I don't, I don't want to compliment it too much. Like, I guess it's an effective scene, but I mean, it's like, you know, two seconds out of too little, too late. You know, yeah. So much trash. Yeah. Yeah. But I, just, just, just think of how I, long that shot takes in the original though, where she's just in that corner of darkness and you just slowly see yeah. the white mask like appear. Oh yeah. You know, just slowly. And, yeah. It's like, to be honest, like that is like a little bit of a blur for me. And I think part of it is the movie is so long and it's like, there's so much to get angry about that. Like by the time you get to the last 15 or 20 minutes, I'm like exhausted. I'm like, I, I can't continue criticizing this movie or else I'm going to explode. <laughs> it's, just, it's just it's just horribly shot uh, chase sequences. That's really all it is. Like, I don't have any more to add to it. There's no... There's no like, yeah. I feel like everything else, you're talking about how they treat Michael Myers, how they make him more of a character mm-hmm. and explain everything too much. The kid, this you know, the therapy, his, his family, Laurie, how, how they treat the characters and the, the suspense. Mm-hmm. All of that stuff has so much to dig into. But the last 15 minutes is ultimately just a chase around the house, which is fine mm-hmm. in theory, but it's just shot really poorly. Um, and I mean, yeah, like I was glad it was over when it yeah. cut to black. I was like, yeah, thank fuck, we're done. Never yeah. again. I didn't even, I didn't even wait. Like, you know, sometimes like, you know, you watch the credits because you never know if there's gonna be like a little stinger or something. Oh, like, who cares? I, I could not turn this off fast enough. <laughs> who cares? I, I don't care. I don't care if like Sam Jackson comes out of the shadow shadows and tries to recruit him. I'm like you know turning this off as fast as i can yeah um but hey so i guess i guess that's the halloween remake i mm-hmm. i think for the sake of our sanity we should probably end this at just mm-hmm. over an hour yeah, okay. uh, rather than <laughs> going on forever because we yeah. probably could i because i feel like a lot of the yeah. other things i'd want to talk about is how the original does it better but we're going to talk about the original mm-hmm. in a couple you know in a couple of weeks time so i feel like we'd, we'd be better saving that for then and and talking yeah. about that more in depth now yeah. I'll, ne- I'll never watch this again I can guarantee to you that but um, unfortunately we do have to do the sequel uh, this month mm-hmm. as well for Octoberthon so you can look forward yeah. to that uh, but <laughs> we- I'm not looking forward to it I can tell you that much right now <laughs> I-, I just remember his mother on a horse that's all I remember but we're Jesus okay <laughs> have you seen the second one? yeah but it, it, I yeah. I don't remember anything about it other than I believe um uh you know everyone's favorite nerd uh chris hardwick and uh weird al make an appearance if i remember correctly um i've read uh, did not i do not recall this but i'll take your yeah, word for it i think 
and I think they're on like a talk show uh, at some point. And and obviously I'm being sarcastic about Chris Hardwick because uh, the guy's a monster. But uh, oh yeah, <laughs> just in case it, so people didn't realize that. I, I got the sarcasm, but yeah, I mean, right. the, clear. <laughs> just want to make sure because you, you never know. <laughs> uh, yeah, I yeah, I'm not looking forward to Halloween too. But yeah, mm. hell hell is coming. Hell is coming to screams after midnight. <laughs> Oh, I hate this movie so much. It's a betrayal of everything that Halloween is, both in how it handles scares, how it handles suspense, the character of Michael the shape. At one point, uh, Loomis in his lectures says, "Oh, he's not a man. He's not Michael Myers anymore. He's just a shape of a man." And I'm like, "Is that a reference to oh. you know calling him the shape?" Like, honestly, I just yeah. want to say fuck you. Like, I just I'm just upset at that point. Yeah. Like, how dare you? Because if you're doing stuff like that, then like, you know, it would be one thing if Rob Zombie was like. You know what? I gotta be honest. I never watched the original movie. At least then I would give him some credit and be like, okay, so you didn't know? That's fair. But like when you're throwing stuff like that in, it's like, wait, you know this movie. You should know better. <laughs> yep. But hey, uh, I guess we should rate the movie, Tim. We'll do that at the yeah. end. Uh, what are you giving it? Right. So I, I think this one's a little special because sometimes we, we rate movies that we don't like or that are kind of bad and then, but you know for the sake of like okay like i'll like i'll give this movie like a two or a three because you know it's competent enough it looks like a movie it does like some fundamentals well i think this is like a little bit of a special case where even you know you could say give it some points because um you know hey i could hear stuff and like it it was lighted or whatever like it didn't look like someone's home movie or whatever but even regardless of that, I, I'm not going to give it any extra points because I think it is so bad and terrible and because it is an insult of a far superior movie. I'm going to give it just a straight up one. Like, I, yeah, it's just, I don't know. It's, we've watched some bad stuff, but like, this is really anger inducing and I, I can't think of like one. Yeah, no, really I, I'm going to agree. <laughs> I'm going to agree with the one out of 10. It is absolute garbage. I will not hear anything to the contrary. It is, I, 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 I mean, to put this in perspective, if anyone's ever seen me, uh, along with uh, Connor and Matt, talk about Batman v Superman, you know <laughs> how much I hate that movie. I hate this mm-hmm. more. I think this is worse than Ooh, Batman wow. v Superman. That That is how bad this is. Gun to my head, yeah, I probably would want to watch BVS. Yep. Um, so, no. If I, I had to choose. That's, that's where I am on it. Mm-hmm. Although, as as worth mentioning, me and Connor recently rated a film a zero out of ten each. Uh, oh, I, 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 well, as you know, Tim, uh, we hit $150 on Patreon, and that meant we had to watch another oh, okay. bowl film. And oh, okay. <laughs> and after watching Blood Rain, we couldn't give it anything but a zero. We couldn't give it a point. That's fair. <laughs> uh, I will say this is a better film, objectively speaking, than, than mm. Blood Rain. But saying you're better than Uva yeah. Bowl is not really much of a compliment, so <laughs> take, it, take it for what you will. I guess... If Uva Bowl announced he was he was doing a Halloween movie, oh god, then I then I might be like, all right, I, I guess Rob Zombie's not going to be the worst <laughs> Halloween filmmaker. And, and, but like, yeah, and just to put this in perspective, I would rather watch Halloween Six again. I would rather watch Resurrection again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, no totally doubt in my fair, mind. I guess. No doubt in my mind. I'd rather watch Resurrection like ten more times again than watch this again. Mm-hmm. Are Are we going to do like a full ranking of the series after the? Yeah, a new one comes out. Or? Yeah, that makes okay. sense. We'll do that at the end of the the new movie, I think. All right. All so right. remember yeah, that in two months' I, time, Tim. <laughs> I I don't think it'll be a 
a shocker though nah, where this not. one will land. I think the only difference between our list is probably like I'll have four a bit higher and you'll have I don't know whatever one you and, like. And, a bit and I think yeah, probably like H two O maybe a yeah. little bit over that, but yeah, <laughs> yeah I don't be, think there'll be much difference other than that. Yeah, other than that, I'll just be the exact same order probably. But hey, uh, <laughs> but that's Halloween. That's the remake. So thank you very much, everyone. Uh, if you enjoyed this discussion, and um, if you're enjoying this Octoberthon and all these episodes going up, please do consider going over to Patreon.com/slash/MailFuzzTV and supporting us over there. Even for one dollar a month, um, I feel like I'm doing like a one of those charity adverts now. You know, for just one dollar a month, you can support and uh feed feed you know feed the the hungry um well well i mean i'm not i'm not trying to make light of actual charity cases but we are pretty hungry right, so right. if you want to you know <laughs> uh, help feed us I'll, i'm okay with that mm. too um but uh, you get some bonuses you get some stuff early um you get uh voting rates every month there's three votes for this month of october um i can't tell you what won any mm-hmm. of them because we're recording this in advance so you know <laughs> but you'll find out uh, uh in the month if you're a patron uh, if you go over to patreon.com slash tv you'll see the results um even if you're not a patron uh, it's worth going over there as well just to get a, a handy little, uh, list of all the different shows we do all the audio feeds we are on spotify uh, now as well oh. so you know we're, we're branching out got all these different avenues mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that is that is us. So thank you very much. Thank you very much for watching and listening. Get us on Twitter at mailed underscore fuzz for channel updates. Uh, get me on Twitter at wibble eighty nine. Get Tim at Tim Vergulish on Twitter. Uh, but that is us. So thank you once again for watching and listening. We always appreciate it. Keep watching the scary movies, guys. <laughs> and we'll see you next time.